you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City, Monday, November 13th. Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Sean O'Hara. Let me check my notes from Friday and what we were yeah. expecting yeah. from the weekend. 49ers, were they going to figure things out? Mm. We just didn't know. The Ravens were soaring, and we were, Peter, not expecting any chief stars to make a headline because they were on a bye. Mm. No, wow. Expect an Argentina kiss like no other. We'll mm. Beautiful. Does that mean we went 0 for 3 right there? Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just want to run through True what love. we covered True on Friday. Love. True oh. love. Argentina. Beautiful. Don't cry for me. <laughs> we cannot make the people wait for Jets Raiders. That's why they watch the show. Yeah. That's why they like the show. Should we do it? Let's go. Go to Vegas, baby. Oh. Vegas. Let's go to the state of Nevada. Antonio Pierce, he won the first game's interim coach. The Rodgers was there since he wants to return next month to play for the Jets. Will there be anything sick. left of them when he does? Not a lot of scoring in this game. Ugly, low-scoring game, but somebody's going to get the dub 16 to 12. If you got 12 points and you're relying on a Hail Mary to win on the road, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Garrett Wilson takes the loss. Devontae, looking up. He's got a Taco Bell in his house. I would be too. Diablo sauce, 16 to 12. Raiders, two in a row, 500. Jets problems. Bobby Spillane, Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Yeah. I believe they're the Broncos. Yeah. Another AFC West team. Let's hear from inter, uh, interim head coach Antonio Pierce after going 2 0 in a primetime dub. That was a good defense. <laughs> yeah, it, looked, it looked good on paper. Look good on tape. It was good in person. And I thought Bo and Aiden handled everything they were throwing at us. Uh, very talented group up front. Well-coached group. You can see why they're in every game. You can see why they're, they're, they're right there in the mix. What's the first thing you saw when you watched the Jets? They loaded the box. And we're going to have opportunities there for Devontae. And obviously you saw the first couple of plays is right to him. Get the ball in his hands. Get him going. Listen, when you got one of the best receivers in the game, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know who to get the ball to. 17 and 8. 
All right, New York goes 0-2 in Las Vegas over the last couple of weeks. The Raiders get their second win under interim head coach Antonio Pierce. Sean, take us to Sunday Night Football and your thoughts. Come on. Yeah, two, two weeks in a row, Antonio Pierce takes down a New York team. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't write the script any better. And I love what he's done to the players. Like, he's let they own the team now. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, he's empowering them. And you mentioned Spillane, Robert Spillane. They, they were gushing about how much Antonio Pierce loves Spillane. Uh, look, Antonio Pierce is one of the smartest linebackers I've ever played with or against. I feel like Spillane's probably got a little bit of that in him now, and he's and he's channeling all that. He's money. But to me, the, the biggest thing that came out of this game was we saw the NFL's leading rusher from last season. Like, we saw him ball out two Josh weeks Jacobs. in a row now. Josh Jacobs has 214 yards rushing in the last two weeks. This was his first 100-yard game all season long. AP knows it. Like, Devontae Adams, my best receiver. My best running back is Josh Jacobs. And the thing that just blows my mind is that how is it that it's taken this long for them to figure out like Josh Jacobs, this is where the offense needs to go. Mm. They did this, mind you, without Colton Miller, the best left tackle, or the best offensive lineman, Jermaine Luminor thrown in there. But Josh Jacobs, man, that guy's running like a totally different man the last two weeks. 500. You got to give a lot of credit to Antonio Pierce. Got to give credit to that offensive line for doing a good job. But Josh Jacobs is running angry. Plenty of time, too. 500. Come on. Five and five in a wide-open AFC. They don't lose at home. They won four in a row at home. Mm. And to your point, Antonio Pierce has them, like, having fun. Yep. Playing locker room, Devontae Adams is having a blast. They're partying again. Like, I know it was the Giants and Jets, but <laughs> there's some life and there's some joy. And this was not a team that was playing with joy the first two months of the season. So as much as it felt irrational or too soon or maybe surprised to fire a coach at 1 a.m. in the middle of the night, guess what? Yeah. When you talk about the actual team themselves, they still have football to play and they're going to do it. I watched the Raiders. They, they, they came out there. Now look at the Jets. Not that they didn't play with Joey. Not, they have no margin for error. Mm -hmm. The defense is so good. And every time they get a good play, there's a penalty. They had eight penalties, so, undisciplined uh, on offense. Yeah. Every time, and Wilson even said it. He's like, we get a big play, there's obviously a flag going yeah. on. I just, I don't know where the Jets go from here. Raiders, they're going to hang around. We'll see what they can do. It'll be a great story. We saw it two years ago with Passaccia. They made that run to the playoffs. Uh. Jets, though, that might have been all she wrote. It might, really, all she wrote. All right, we'll get to that in a second. The Raiders are having a blast with the rebound relationship. I talked about this last week. Interim coaches very often win the first game. Everyone's excited. We're out of a nasty divorce, and we're running away to Cabo with our new girlfriend. They're still doing it. Look at this. Look at winning the second game after you win the first. It doesn't happen. You got Rich Passaccia, Peter just mentioned, and then our guy Dan Campbell back in the day with the Hell Dolphins. Yeah. Everybody wins the first, pretty much. You almost always take the L. I don't want to uh, beseech the name of Jeff Saturday, Joe Philbin, Doug Marone, Bill Callahan. You come back down to earth, the energy lags, it's gone. Not with the Raiders. Antonio Pierce joins a very exclusive club of the team can still believe in. We're going to extend that little honeymoon runaway thing, go another week to Cabo. Pete, you're never saying Cabo a second week. They do it. They're buying the timeshare in Cabo. I'm very excited for the Raiders. The Jets are uh, really, really annoying and frustrating and miserable and hard to watch. And my God, do something. But the Raiders look good. They do. You mentioned Devontae Adams looking happy. You know, yeah. when you're feeling yourself and you're feeling the moment that you're in, you want to grab your phone and take a selfie. Devontae Adams took a selfie over the weekend, but it wasn't the kind that you thought. This is Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams together.
Over the weekend, Rodgers travels with the Jets. He catches yeah. up with his old buddy, Devontae Adams. Devontae's been playing great over the last couple of weeks. Rodgers tells NBC's Melissa Stark pregame that he's at 50% weight-bearing, running on a treadmill, that he's doing crossovers, or he just can't go up on that toe yet, and he hopes to be back and available to the Jets by mid-December. Kyle, your thoughts? Please, let there be something left for him. I said this a few weeks ago. I think he's going to be back December 24th. They have a game on Christmas Eve. He's not playing squat if they're still playing like this. 36 consecutive drives without an offensive touchdown for the New Chess. 36. And I don't even know if they're going to sit Wilson down. I don't know if they're going to do anything. I feel like, has any front office or coaching staff been more committed to a quarterback ever than the Jets are to Zach Wilson? Brady was winning six Super Bowls. I think the Patriots rallied around him less than the Jets are against Wilson. Uh, Your point, Peter, the defense over the last uh, three or four games averaging 18 points per game given up. That's a win. 18, you have to win that game. So it's enough for us to bark about it. Is Robert Sala going to again go in front of his team and say we're sticking with Zach and to the defense? Because there was a note last night that he referred to, you know, just blaming everything on the quarterback is lazy. And I get you, Coach, but continuing to back up this quarterback is stubborn. And you're going to say, well, who do you put in? I'm ready for Tim Boyle. I'm ready for Trevor Simeon. There was a report that they looked at Carson Wentz before the Rams signed him, and you're going to say, really? You want Carson? Yes. Anybody. You have to have a pulse if Rodgers is going to come back. If you're 4-15 or whatever the hell you're going to be at that point, it's nothing. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No more Zach Wilson. Nice kid. Tries hard. I'm done. I wish they were done. And if the assumption is they didn't go after Wentz because it would be some sort of threat to Rodgers. What is that? It's like... The Rams signed Wentz. You don't think Super Bowl champion Uh. Matthew Stafford doesn't get a say also and gets a chance to – I mean, so to me, it's like there is no backup. They're committed to Zach Wilson. And if you said to me before the season they're going to lose Rodgers and their entire offensive line was going to go down and they're going to be – what are they? I can't see my grab. Four and five. Four and five. I say, okay, fine. But the way they're losing. Do you think they're going to start him next week? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I think Wilson played better this week than he has the last couple of weeks. Oh, not so good not, enough. Yeah. The Vikings were worried about hurting Kirk Cousins' feelings. No doubt. Right. Dogs, so, uh, yeah. yeah. But that he's on the last year of his deal, whereas Rodgers still has technically that extra year. And Kirk Cousins and Aaron Rodgers very different people, if you want to inspect that. Or Imagine that. Rodgers makes the most miraculous comeback ever. He's like, I'm ready to go. And I'm like, well, we're three games out of the playoffs. Right. Just sit down. He's too bad. You should have just taken your time because yep. it's useless. NFL.com has the projection standings now. And, like, the, the Jets dropped in a way that you did not want to see happen to them. And to your point, a wide-open AFC. Good morning, Ian Rappaport, our NFL Network Insider. A lot to cover from yesterday, considerably for the quarterbacks. What's up? Well, we'll start once again with the New Orleans Saints quarterback. Derek Carr left the game with a concussion and a right shoulder injury. Actually, at least the second right shoulder injury this season was quickly ruled out of the game, but it does seem like the bye comes at a good time for the New Orleans Saints. My understanding is that Derek Carr is hopeful to be able to return after the bye, and obviously that would include both injuries, the concussion and then the right shoulder injury you're seeing there. Jameis Winston finished the game for the Saints and was... Everything you would expect from a Jameis Winston experience, he would start if Carr is not able to go. Baker Mayfield and the victorious Bucks also has an injury uh, that is, I would say, worth monitoring. Kind of banged his thumb late in the game. I think it was on a helmet, and we've actually seen this a couple different times this season. Sometimes it could be nothing. Sometimes it could be more severe and something I would say worth monitoring. He's going to have some tests today just to determine the severity. He did not miss a snap. He fought through it. 
At least that is a good sign moving forward, but certainly something to watch. And then I would put Deshaun Watson's ankle injury in that same category. If you're watching this game at the end of the first half, P.J. Walker came in to throw the Hail Marys because Deshaun Watson was getting his ankle taped. He said he never had any doubts he would come back in. But he was uh, doing his post-game interview and finished the game in a walking boot. A lot of times that is a precaution, so no real uh, need for an alarm here, but at least something to watch throughout the week. All right, that's a lot to keep track of. And the Browns and their quarterback situation, they can't catch a break. Defense is playing great. We're going to talk about the AFC North amongst many others here on Good Morning Football. See you a little bit, Ian. Browns-Ravens. This was... I think this was the game. The game of the week? I think it was the game of the week. There's a lot going on. The Browns go into Baltimore, down 14 in the second half. And win. What a win. Yeah, still not sure how Baltimore lost that football game, but uh, let's keep it in that AFC right. North right there. Let's go up to the Steelers' Acrisure Stadium. There's Kenny Pickett right there. Listen, the Steelers are the first teams in 1940 to be outgained and still have a winning record in all nine games, but the Steelers scored on their first two possessions for the first time all season. Mike T gets a big dub. Yeah, they got after it on the sideline in that game, as well as the Ravens-Browns uh, game. All right, Stroud. Burrow, there's Ohio connections, there's Ohio State. Burrow fired up. He knew that this Ooh. game meant something. If you're watching it, you're like, is this a playoff game? Is this sort of a we got next? Is this the future? Houston beats Cincinnati at the buzzer. One of five game-ending field goals yesterday as, as time expired. Unbelievable win for Houston, for Stroud, for the entire organization, the city of Houston, 30-27. to They're 5-4, and four, same record as Cincinnati. And here's head coach D'Amico Ryan's after their massive win. Check out this party. Hey, love you guys, man. Come on, man. Hey, you talk about, we talk about finishing. Every snap, and when it goes down to the last snap, and we finish it, I love it. All right, I love it. Come on the road and be the really good team. But guess what? We are That was awesome. Came down to the wire, but C.J. Stroud, he stepped up. It was a massive win for the Texans because they are a good team. They mm-hmm. beat a good team in the Bengals at their house in Cincinnati. Not easy to do. Kyle, reaction to what we saw from the Texans and their offense. Amazing what we just saw. You figured they were going to Texan this up. Don't do respect. Yeah. They're in Cincinnati. Burrow's too good. Burrow's too cool. You know the biggest losers yesterday? You know, you could have the Jets, the Jaguars, the Ravens. The biggest loser is the S2 cognition test. Is Talk a about cutting it edge cognitive assessment tool designed to measure individuals inability to process complex information see just like process this mm. process that actually he wouldn't say that he thanks jesus to start every interview yeah. and it's like he's a dream come true um we see so many rookies starting at quarterback right now like way way too many rookies none of them look anything really like this it's you, the stats and the touchdowns and all that his body language is so cool mm-hmm. and so calm he wasn't perfect in this game he did not play a perfect game by far. He made some mistakes. Didn't matter. Didn't rattle him. Do you know to go there and to look across the field against and see Burrow, a guy who Stroud says he models his game after, and just say, like, I got this. They settled for a field goal. I'm going to rip their heart out right now because I'm C.J. Stroud, and that's what I do. He has it all going on. You saw the Texans' locker room. They're 5-4. and four. The Texans. It's really exciting, and the quarterback's the centerpiece of it. Congratulations. You know, it's interesting. You say settle for a field goal there. I, I, I'm going to go the, the that this is a complimentary piece because Stroud's going to get all of the love today, and we're mm-hmm. going to do it. Trust me. We've got plenty of Stroud, and the network's going to go big on Stroud, and ESPN's going to go big on Stroud. The Defense stepped up, too, when mm-hmm. it mattered. Mm-hmm. So if you really watch this game, Stroud throws a rare interception yep. here, okay? And this is like, oh, gosh. All right? And at this point, 
The Bengals go down on the five-yard line. Mixon scores the touchdown, yep. right? It's a three-point game. Texans go three and out. Bengals get the ball back. All the momentum in the world. And this is where they get the ball. And it's a sack by Sheldon Rankins. And it's a stop right here. And then you get the Boyd incomplete. The Bengals had an opportunity on first and goal to go right in here and put the game away. And then Stroud leads it. The defense to me, Stroud has been perfect all season. Stroud wasn't perfect down the stretch. The defense said, we got you just this once. Mm-hmm. We got you. The defense stops Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and then Stroud goes and marches mm-hmm. down the field and throws some unbelievable passes on the final drive. I love seeing the defense step up because this can't just be all Stroud. Mm-hmm. And all season, quietly, D'Amico's defense has been playing really well, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's amazing what they're doing. And when D'Amico got hired, I remember seeing the video of him walking into the facility, right? Former player coming back. The reception was unbelievable. And it's like, all right, but, like, what are we really expecting from him? He inherited the worst defense in the league last year. And now they're, they're stopping Joe Burrow. I mean, they're playing phenomenal football. And I just can't help but think about, like, defensively, when your offense is scoring points – you play harder. You play tougher. Sure. It's showing up right now for the Texans. And this offense, look, C.J. Stroud was phenomenal. He did it without Nico Collins, without Damian Pierce. Mm-hmm. He, Noah Brown is the leading receiver. And Devin Singletary, Devin Singletary had an unbelievable he game. Awesome. Motor. Phenomenal. He scored his first rushing touchdown of the season. Coming into this game, he had 209 yards on the season. He went for a buck 50. I think they gave it 30 times or 30 something. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable. it was unbelievable. <laughs> it, this was like, this was basically more Boom. than he had all season long combined. Awesome. So, I think this was a huge part of their offense. You go on the road, you go into the jungle, you want to come out with a dub, you've got to have somebody that's carrying all the all the stuff on yeah, the backpack. And, and that's exactly what Devin Singletary was. He was carrying defenders. It was phenomenal the way that he was running the football. And, and I think, you know, for C.J. Stroud to be able to lean on, on that guy, that, that's huge. And congratulations to Devin Singletary for a phenomenal game. That's the most rushing yards by Houston Texans running back since Carlos Hyde went for 160 ah. in 2019. There's an old, a, old Buckeye for yeah. you. There are cool historical like, contextual points that you can say that. I want to say their names again. C.J. Stroud, mm-hmm. it's Devin Singletary, and Noah Brown. Like you said, the combo should be Damian Pierce, Nico Collins, the way mm-hmm. the season will be. Those three had a 350 passing yard day, 150 rushing yard day, and 150 receiving yard day. The last team and combination of players to do that was the 1998 Colts with Peyton Manning. Yep. With Adrian James and Harrison, Marshall, yeah, Marshall Falk, Falk and three Torrance edge. Small, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. Torrance Small. That's Torrance unbelievable. Small. I know. I don't think anybody got the third. But no, I know exactly. No, that would have no, been hard. No. Uh, I'm curious about Joe Burrow though, and, and and just the Bengals offense, or where you think Peter the Bengals flailed a little bit. It gets, it gets really hairy right now. Yeah. Like it went from, oh, they're back, they're back, and I did a parade last week. I know. They're not back. Yeah. They're lost at home. Yeah. And now they're one and four in the conference with all those tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. And they don't win a division, and they have a short week to go play the Ravens now. So mm. it's so funny how fickle this league is. We did a Burrow, you know, MVP talk last week. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this he played fine. You put up 27 points, you think it's enough, and you come back and you play valiantly. But no, and I think losing Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson is a big deal on defense. Mm. Mm. Look, it's tough. It comes down to that one play. I know everybody's going to say the right thing. Boyd hey, look, it. yeah, it's Tyler Boyd catches this ball. Like, we're having a totally different conversation right now. Yeah, and look, everybody says, hey, it's not just that one play in this case yeah it was and Tyler Boyd to your point had an unbelievable catch mm-hmm. like two plays before, before that right before that, that. Yeah. and it, it, he didn't finish off with a touchdown but if he makes that catch I know told, I mean I just it's something got lost I know it's Monday did you just did you just insinuate that Ravens Bengals is Thursday night is already we have a game come on Amazon oh. let's go, go.
What a gift. And Come on! Gift with both teams coming off terrible losses at home. We could pump fists. They were horrible losses. Well, Amazon's coming off Bears Panthers, Peter. I'm trying to give them a little something. <laughs> they too come Let's off. go, Prime! Come on, Herbie! Go out! 1613. Heart tongue! Oh my God. Woo! You just see. Yo, I like it. That is exactly what Al Michaels did when he read that promo last Go, Carissa! Week. Coming up, yeah. 49ers dominate the Jags on the road. Is Bob Purdy back? Did he plug back in? Did he flush his software well enough over the bye week? Mm. We've got highlights from that and much more next. This wasn't a game. <laughs> no, it was not. It was not a game. Is that game in Cincinnati or Baltimore? <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Lions Chargers was really, really fun to watch. It was exciting as hell. Jared Goff, like, returning to SoFi, I guess. He played one year there. There were no fans cool. in the stadium. It's fine. Guys, we got a 38-38 to 38 game. Great. I thought Devin McCourty was funny in NBC last night. He's like, this game was terrible. No one played any defense. <laughs> I liked it. I'm <laughs> paraphrasing. McCourty. didn't say that, but I really did enjoy it. It was the classic who has the ball last. Another field goal as time expired. 7-2 and two Detroit. 
41 to 38. Really a fun game to watch. Hell yeah, Dan Campbell, former New York Giant. Well, let's head to AT&T Stadium because Tommy DeVito's getting his first start against Dak Prescott, who has pretty much owned the Giants. Cowboys all over the Giants. Cooks would have a monster game, 173 yards. Monster game for CeeDee Lamb. Cowboys have outscored the Giants 89 to 17 in their two games this season. Cowboys on a roll at home, 12 straight. So the Saints headed to Minnesota to spoil the Vikings party. Derek Carr was injured late in the game. He took a huge hit from Daniil Hunter. We'll rely on Ian Rappaport to tell us his availability. Josh Jobs, you're in it, man. 27-19. What's up with the arms crossed? Peter, thing of beauty. Yeah, Vikings, five straight wins. Let's go to Jacksonville where Debo's back, Trent Williams is back, and the vibe is back for yes. sure. Uh, this was destruction. Purdy was great. 19-26 for three touchdowns. Wilkes Steve, down on the sideline. Steve Wilkes is going from the booth to the sideline, and you know what? I don't know if it made a difference or not, but <laughs> it's not. That's so hot this year. Matt Canada did it, too. That's the move. So hot. Bring them down. Bad Bring them down. Sideline. Do you love it? Trevor Lawrence, not good. 17-29, two interceptions. He's also sacked five times. Yeah. This is complete destruction. Now, you know the story. 17 straight games with a touchdown. McCaffrey. They tried to get him it. <laughs> incomplete. They don't get him it. He'd have 142 all-purpose yards. They're laughing. You know, other guys did score in this one, and Juszczyk was having fun with it, that he got one, and yeah. McCaffrey didn't. 16 rushing yards, 95 yards, but no touchdown for McCaffrey. The streak ends! Don't worry, Niners fans will take it. Mm. Here's what he had to say about it after the game. Uh, bigger deal than it is? I don't know. McCaffrey had fun with it. Yeah, I suck. Everyone else on the team scored, <laughs> except for me. Now, uh, that you know means a lot to me for them to keep me in at the end of the game there and try to give me that record. But hey, I'll take I'll take a huge win. So streaks were snapped, uh, but that's okay. Their three-game losing streak was snapped, and that's what's important. That was a much-needed win in Week 10 for the 49ers. Their offense found the end zone. Their defense came up huge. San Francisco, they've sweetly positioned themselves back on track as if they were never departed. October never happened to them. Uh, what was your biggest takeaway, though, guys? 49ers' dominant win, mm. Peter, over the Jags. As Kyle said, it felt like five minutes in. It was like, yeah. bingo. Uh, I was so bold last week to come on this show and sit right here and look at the camera and not only challenge, but question names like Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead mm -hmm. and Javon Hargrave. I came on and was like, that defensive line has not been one of the top five defensive lines in football all season. I think they listened because they were the best defensive line in all of football yesterday and they were absolutely dominant. You watched the footage. The Jaguars have a good offensive line. This was complete destruction. Chase Young fits right in. Bosa on one end, Young on the other, Hargrove up the middle, Armstead everywhere, 91 was in every play. You're watching this game, you're like, okay, this is the Niners that's gonna go and represent the NFC in the Super Bowl if they go do so. This is what it has to be. So dominant in the trenches. Trent Williams was back, Debo was back, but I look at these four names here. Welcome back, fellas. Put the Welcome Back Cotter music on if you want. Welcome back. You could throw it on, and the truth is, you look at it, Hargrave's been there all season. He had his biggest game of the, of the season. We needed it. Chris Kosarek is their defensive line coach. I think they rallied around a lot of people in the media, me included, saying what happened to this defensive line. And Chase Young, welcome to the 49ers. It sure looked pretty good against uh, this Jaguars offensive awesome. line that we've been hearing a lot about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that goal rush looked fierce. And Trevor Lawrence had a rough game. He got bounced around like a pinball. I think he also led the Jaguars in tackles, too, because there were so many turnovers. <laughs> um, for me, it's the 49ers offense, because we were talking about they've been in a funk the last three games. They've only scored 17 points a game. This offense got back on track, and it was Christian McCaffrey. He didn't score, but the run game is what led 
layered everything. Look, Purdy throws three touchdowns. It was the ability to layer different principles and schemes. Ayuk was involved. Debo was back. And all of these different wrinkles work when you're running the football well. The explosive plays were there. The offense was in rhythm. They were making big plays. The play where Debo Samuel runs the football, I don't know if we're going to get to it right there, but it was an unbelievable design. The tight end goes in motion on one side and turns around and goes the other way, and he and Trent Williams are leading Debo Samuel on the play. That right there, Kyle Yuschek, I don't know how you leave that guy wide open, but it, it was a great job from a scheme standpoint, and it's layered. Four different players caught touchdown passes. Kyle Purdy did a great job distributing all of the assets mm -hmm. for the 49ers. Long Sunday on social media for me. Not a good one. If you were watching the show last week, <laughs> I, I had a diatribe, a, a rant, a monologue about the Niners are favored by three and a half points in this game. Mm -hmm. They haven't won a game in a month. The Jaguars haven't lost a game in six weeks. It's at Jacksonville. You guys don't understand. I was marveling that they were only favored by three and a half. You yeah. guys completely misunderstood oh. this. Over their head. They oh. won by 31 points. I mean, my listen, my mentions are nothing but uh, where are you at, fam? Uh, keep that same energy. The very creative, this aged well. The fortunate thing is that's a small fan base who doesn't have a big voice or anything. I know, right. and no, they're, they're, no, share, no they're, they're loath to share it. <laughs> they're, not, they're not big on social But media. I have that massive Jaguars fan base to defend me. Was it worth it? <laughs> Uh, listen, you, you, you whiff sometimes. You got me. <laughs> hey, listen, here, take me away. Handcuff me. Uh, maybe I underestimated Trent Williams returning. Maybe mm -hmm. I underestimated Debo returning. Maybe I overestimated the Jacksonville Jaguars, whose defense yeah. isn't that good. And eventually we're going to start having a conversation about Trevor Lawrence in big games versus good defense. Not yet. Just take it easy. The, this was an absolute shellacking, yeah. mollywhopping destruction. The Niners that looked hashtag back. Uh, Fred Warner was like, look, we needed the bye week. Yeah. We had to reflect. We had to rest. This was the September Niners, yeah. not, not, not the October yeah. Niners. This was the September Niners. Uh, I hope they're here to stay because they are terrifying. Uh, Jacksonville, wish you could have picked me up a little bit more. I won't make it up me anymore, but Niners, I was wrong. Mea culpa, my bad. Well, what was helpful to you probably was that they had such a good taste in their mouth about you after your quarterback tier in the summer, which I think you also caught heat about with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, so. well, that was the Jacksonville fans that, against me. This was the Niners fans. So two down, 30 yeah. to go, guys. I feel like you got your Halloween costume. <laughs> like that? That's that, your, your Halloween costume. Yeah, I was, I was bought. Purdy yeah, so for I Halloween, mean, yes, yes. Back. I had to give some stock. It does. All right, coming up. That's true, Sean. There was a disaster in the making internationally. Is Mac Jones and the Patriots and Frankfurt. We got to inspect what's happening in New England. Jason McCourney's going to be back this week, and I frankly can't wait to hear how all those meetings went beyond what could be said on the game. Nice cheery conversation about New England these days. Oh, my gosh. I heard he had a seat right next to Bella. Bella. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal 
and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Good morning, football! Goff, Herbert, both put on a show. The Chargers have gotten off the mat. You're like, are they going to win another one? No. Lions 7-2. and two. Let's hear from Dan Campbell and Jared Goff on the clutch fourth down call that led to the Lions' win. Goff has a great summary of his head coach. I just I wanted to finish with the ball in our hands. I liked where we were at offensively. Uh, we we're playing good. Goff was in a good spot, and I just I felt like that was the right thing to do. Some say it's a boneheaded move. Some say it's not, and I made the decision, and I stick by that decision. And had a good feeling he would go for it just like that area we were in. We kind of wanted to get an extra five or ten yards to secure it, as well as, I'm sure in his head, he didn't want to give Justin the ball back with a minute and a half. So there was many factors going into that, but, yeah, he's got he's got big balls, and he showed it there, and it was uh, it's a lot of fun when he puts the ball in our hands to, to make the play. So the Lions are 7-2. and two. That ties with the best record they've had in the Super Bowl era with 93 in 2014 Detroit Lions. Massive win yesterday. Peter, what do you think? Not all that was massive, huh? Some quote. All right. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's many ways to say it's that, Jared. Yeah. You know, Stones, there's a lot of I mean, He just said no subtlety whatsoever. No. <laughs> what the hell? How days would even Hey, I like it. Set. Golf showed us, like, a little personality, right? Sure. He's You're right, Sean. A little vanilla. Right. That's right. uh, it's Dan Campbell it was awesome. And that's a key thing. Like, it's 38-38. They're in field goal range. So you kick a field goal, and you make it 41-38, and then the Chargers have time to come back, and they haven't stopped Herbert all day. So that they go for it on fourth and two. And that's why Goff is saying that and why he's using those terms. Um, I'm blown away by this offensive attack by the Lions. We knew they were going to be good this year. We knew they were going to be high-powered. I don't think we expected this. You look at 41 points. You look at total yards. You look at yards per play. You look at passing yards. They were the best offense in football. This is the single game team rankings this season. They're the best team all season. They've been just doing it. And, you know, Ben Johnson was a hot name going into the coaching you know, carousel last year. Yeah. He took his name out of it. He said, I, I'm not taking any of these jobs. I'm not going to go on any of these, more of these interviews. I, I'm good. I'm going to come back with this team. Has anyone you know, solidified their stock? He's going to be the first pick as far as teams looking to hire a head coach. Mm. 38 years old. 
just has this team running on all cylinders. They lost Amon Ross St. Brown for a lot, a lot of the season. They lost Gibbs at one point. They lost Montgomery. Yesterday was the first time they had their full offensive line back since week five. I love this Lions offense. And, you know, as much as we, you know, lamented that loss to the Ravens, mm -hmm. they've gotten off the mat. And they said, you know what, that was a one-week thing. And this game here, they go on the road to L.A., and I know there's a lot of Lions fans. This offense couldn't be stopped. The fourth down calls, the non-fourth down calls. I love what the Lions do on offense, and guess what? As much as we love defense in this league, it's still an offensive mm -hmm. league. They're 7-2. and two. I mean, if we don't realize it soon enough, they might be hosting not only a playoff game, they might be the one seed. <laughs> this could all be possible for the Lions. Um, congrats to those guys. They went on the road and they won an awesome game. Yeah, 533 yards of total offense in SoFi Stadium. It was pretty impressive. And Dan Campbell, it, look, it wasn't just the fourth and two at the end of the game. It was the fourth and five you showed with yeah. the one play. The, the Lions went for fourth down conversion five times in this game. They got four of them, four for five. So that just tells you what Dan Campbell's mindset was. We're going for it. And I think it's all the, because of the trust he has in, in his quarterback. And when you look at, at Jared Goff and the way that he played, obviously going back into SoFi Stadium, you know, he played there, for, you know, as a Ram. Uh, and I'm sure there was some nostalgia there, but like, he had one of his best games of the season on the road. That's not easy to do. And look, we're showing all these big plays right here. But to me, when you look at golf and the way that he played and with the game on the line on the fourth and two call, he didn't call another run play. He put the ball in his hands. He said, look, I trust you to make the throw. Jared Goff did not miss. Every single opportunity, every single throw, he put the ball on the money, whether it was Laporta, whether it was Ramon or St. Brown. He led this team, and I, I, I think we're all kind of still rooting for this Detroit Lions team. They're doing something that they have, I don't think this generation of Lions fans has ever seen before. Starting out 7-2 like this, I mean – it's been a long time since that happened, mm -hmm. and i got to give Goff his, his flowers. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture over your shoulders right there of him. Like, he looks really cool. He looks like Maximus. You know, like, that's like the conquering general. Yep. And Win the Jared crowd. Goff, I don't know if you 20 minutes ago, like, was a punchline. Mm -hmm. he, he, Sean McVay cast him off. He didn't want him. He divorced him. I, I can't play with this guy anymore. You were so bad in the Super Bowl. And not only does he get traded to Detroit, which looks like Siberia at the time, he has to sit there and watch Matthew Stafford just cruise to a Super Bowl doing his job, having what was supposed to be his parade. Um, Jared Goff is cruising right now. He's like inexplicably suddenly like one of the coolest guys in the league, one of the most respected guys in the league. And to Peter's point, a guy who's going to be playing playoff games probably at home. I mean, look, we'll see what happens with injuries. I think this is like a 13-4 and four team. It could be. They're going to drop a couple games, but like yeah. they're a 13-4 and four team. And I, I'm just so glad. The Baltimore thing was really, really ugly. Yeah. But who yeah. gives a damn? Find me a team that doesn't lay an egg. Look at the Chiefs against the Broncos. Look at San Francisco for a whole month. The Eagles lost. Like, the Giants, fine. I don't care if you lose. Everybody's going to lose. It's too hard. The next week you get up, you beat the Raiders in the last Josh McDaniels game, and now you just go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Chargers. And Campbell afterwards was like, look, we're never, ever going to feel bad about a win. I know the defense sucked today. I know we couldn't stop anybody. You got the win. You're the Lions. You're 7-2 and two and very, very exciting. We'll schedule peak and all that stuff. I already peaked. It's nothing. It's a bunch of bears and stuff. It's nothing. Can I just jump in that like that that fourth and two at the end? I got a lot of people on Twitter being like, "Yeah, but if but if they didn't make it, you would have been the same person killing them." Like, no, you go for it on this one because of the situation because they can't stop the Chargers. So he knows his defense isn't stopping. Like that's a strategic thing. That's not just I'm Dan Campbell and I'm gonna yeah, just let it all hang out. Yeah. Strategy. 
We haven't stopped them all day. Let's right. never get, let them get back on the it's field. Not our day on defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there's something to that. It's not just analytics. Or they, it's like, no, we feel for the game, and that's what Dan Campbell's got. Mm-hmm. Once again, Dan Campbell proves that he is not just a caricature. He is a mood. He is a vibe. And he's authentic. Kyle, I know you like to you like authenticity. That the is best. Like the most important quality that you find in people. Every highlight, if you're just watching this show and you're curious, what happened in Lions Chargers last night? You see Dan Campbell fist pumping, going for it several times, four for five on fourth downs in that game. And you see Brandon Staley, and this is unfortunate, chewing his gum and kind of looking pensive. And like that's yeah. the Staley mood. But who at this point would you rather be playing for in terms of energy and guys that you have fight for? Dan Campbell is everything that he has talked about in his arrival as a head coach and now he is living it out his team is embodying it his quarterback is feeling himself mm-hmm. everything is an absolute mood speaking of scheduling peak i hear you on the good 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 easy 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 the last three weeks it's vikings cowboys vikings right. oh my god i guess yeah the vikings gracious. really really matter now it's true and the cowboys are good i like the scheduling peak i thought it was hilarious the dan campbell personality so metallica played ford field this weekend oh Nice. They were at the Lions' home while the Lions were gone. And I don't have it. Maybe we'll show it by the end of the show. James Hetfield, the lead singer of Metallica, went to Dan Campbell's office and took a picture waving at him in front of the Dan Campbell nameplate. That's got to kill Campbell. Got to yeah. just destroy him. Yeah. Man, you couldn't play the Troubadour this weekend. <laughs> they played the Troubadour, Peter. That would have been good, though. I like oh, that you good, know that place. Good person. I like the Troub. Well done. Awesome. Still to come on Good Morning Football. Is it the Pastronaut? We're floating that one out there as a nickname idea. Josh Jobs, uh, because of his aeronautical engineering degree that he has from the University of Tennessee. We're going to break down everything for the Vikings' fifth straight win, second at the hand of Dobbs. Plus, AFC North is insane. It's so fun to watch. The teams are all good. They all kind of have animosity. Who did we learn the most about? Was it the Browns? Was it, unfortunately, maybe the Bengals? Or was it the Steelers, who just always seem to find a way? Right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.